helped build the ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing. He is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. I am terribly excited to introduce you to my friend Brian. He is long overdue for an appearance on Meet Me in the Field. I'm happy and grateful that he could join us today. Brian and I met in 2010 and used to see each other often until I left Cape Town. Thanks to Zoom, we ran into each other again during lockdown and it felt like a beautiful reunion. Having worked as a DJ on his own show at some stage in the past, I found this one of the easiest episodes to edit because Brian talks effortlessly and clearly. I love his sense of humor and sharp wit. This podcast is supported by The First Layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. Please also look for information on my new book, Life and Non, the 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my homepage. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me in my shop, www.freddyshop.co.za. This is Brian's story. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. I want to welcome you, Brian, to meet me in the field. How awesome Thanks, to Freddy. see you on my screen again. It was what, yeah, this is fantastic. A week and a half ago that I that I ran into you and realized that this dude's name has been on my list of people I wanted to ask me on the podcast from day one. And what really? Yes, absolutely. I can show you that list. You are there under the bees. And, you know, life just happens. And, and you lose contact with people. And you think, ultimately, I become embarrassed to ask people. But then when really? I saw you, I thought, yeah, I, I now believe if I run into somebody, this is, this is a sign. So that was a sign. Ask you, and I'm so glad to have you here. So welcome very, very much. Thank you for, for Thanks, being man. with us. Thank you for taking time out of your you're supposed to be watching the 8 o'clock Mnet movie right now, and you're sitting talking to me. <laughs> well, it's not 1994, so uh, I'm not watching the 8 o'clock Mnet movie. I don't know that the Mnet movie still exists anymore. I'll take your word for it, though. <laughs> you can see I don't have a television, so I won't. No, neither do, neither do I. <laughs> awesome. So I was thinking about the last time when I saw you, and I think the last time I saw you, you were in a... In a, in a glass booth at the waterfront, being a DJ. Ha. Am I correct? Did you see me there? Did you yes. ever see me there? Did I you? I actually saw you there a few times, yeah. Do you, so you were associated with some, of, some other radio station? Yes, which is a very fun place to jump in, actually, <laughs> if, if we're going to talk about this, because... I, re- I actually remember you always being one of the people who said to me, I'm so, you're so happy for me that I'm getting to do this. And like, that's my last sort of memory of you before we ran into each other again. Yeah. And that time in my life actually is, is super interesting because as from a child, music was one of the places where I felt at home. Your safe and space. It's, it's, yeah. It's one of the two biggest passions about my life and in yeah. my life or what it was from a teenage years. Yeah. And I always thought, I want to be, I'd love to have my own radio show. So <laughs> through a whole bunch of things, this happened. It was always a part-time thing. I didn't ever get paid. I wasn't good enough, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> I wish I was, but uh, really I, that was a, a great example of, of a really beautiful passion turning into me trying to fill a void, quite honestly. Okay. Um, that, that radio thing beautiful as it was and there was there, there was sort of two parts to it the one part that I managed to keep quite pure was fantastic and I actually I, I, I achieved I achieved a, a product that I actually thought was was pretty good um, awesome but the but what what sort of took over at its core was a real drive for affirmation and attention you know and oh, social media the wonderful yeah social media is a wonderful place to try and get it and mm-hmm. being on the radio and I, you know really trying to find my place and find that thing you know so so on the outside it looked and it started as something quite pure but uh it soon it soon turned into something that that wasn't actually oh, no. and 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 part of it one of the biggest turning points in my journey of the last few years was when I put that down 
Oh wow! And yeah, and I, I, I let go because I created a pseudonym for myself. I, you know, because I wanted to be someone. I wanted people to know who I was, and ultimately, I wanted everybody to like me. You know. Yeah. Oh wow! Did you watch the? There's a documentary. I think it's a Netflix documentary called "The Social Dilemma." Yes, it's hit. That got eh? me. It pretty much got me on Facebook, actually. It's I am I I so 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 considered doing doing the same thing. I was I was mm. horrified, really really bad. I think I think it's like I think social media is like every everything in life. It's anything anything out of balance is bad. Anything in balance and anything for which I have a purpose is good. Exercise yeah. is good. Obsessive exercise is Absolutely. bad. Yeah. So it's not the exercise, you know, yes. um, that, that, yeah. that holds for so many things. And I think there's, you know, social media is just doing what newspapers always did. You know, it's, it's just targeted, it's just targeted things to get our attention. And, yeah. you know, we, we have that naive thing. And I think it comes from being kids about what's true and what isn't. And I think we, we maybe even more so now than ever have to question some of the beliefs we hold and some of the things we read, but Don't that movie so. should be, I like, I took it, I actually, after that took, cause I have these yo-yos with social media still, mm -hmm. you know, I have it on my phone, then I take it off, then I'm posting, then I'm not posting. Cause I've, particularly with how busy life is, I've, yeah. I've got to be really, I, I have to choose what I give my attention to. Yeah. And that was just a great highlight for one of the many things that can take my attention if I don't kind of, oh, I'm going to make myself sound way more like <laughs> spiritual and educated than I am. If I don't live with intention, and if I don't choose, the yeah. choice can very easily get made for me. And particularly in those moments that I want to numb more, I want to zone out. Absolutely. Man, that little that little scroll action is just Absolutely. a great place to lose half an hour. I watched a a very short chat on um what is his name now? Shit, can you believe that I can't remember this guy's name? He's my internet the crush. Facebook guy. Oh. Actually, actually, I've come I've, I've come off him. He's not my crush anymore. I'm sorry uh. to hear that. Yeah, I grew up. Um, what the Simon Sinek? Oh, oh God, yes. I work in the corporate, so we just love him. <laughs> so I just watched a, a chat about Simon Sinek about something about do you really have to, the five minutes that you wait for a doctor, do you really have to be on your phone or can you just sit and be? And I try that more and more to sit and be. Um, but that's the terrifying stuff. To just stop it's is terrifying. Quite, it's actually quite nice to I actually enjoy mm. every now and then when I realize that I've got five minutes between meetings or something, and instead of grabbing my phone and scrolling, I, I am. So Simon, not that. Simon really helped me there. And talking about social media now, my the the Meet Me in the Field episode that went out last Thursday, because I post every Thursday, was about social media because I'm also part of another podcast called Orangutans in the Field. And um, they, a, a guy called Marva and I chatted about kind of mental health issues. And the issue that he was struggling with that week, that week was his own social media engagement. So we just said, oh, mm. let's do an episode about social media. So if people are interested in, in learning a bit more, go and listen to the previous episode. And there's even a link to a questionnaire that I have set up about screen and social media addiction which is actually a bit of my passion at the moment because i think mm. that it's a huge problem and people aren't playing paying enough attention to it but brian so tell me what what do you do now you say you are now in corporate yeah yeah i've always i've always been actually as long as i've known you um okay. you but did it's it very you well. know <laughs> well you don't look corporate <laughs> Well, thankfully, I mean, one of the best things about lockdown was I got to grow my hair again a little, a little bit. Um, I think, and I think that's also, I mean, always been a part of my journey was that for a very long time, I was determined not to be, I was, I really had Peter Pan syndrome, you know, I just okay. kind of wanted to, I wanted to never have too much responsibility. I worked in clothing retail, uh, okay. in surf stores for the, any of you old enough to remember what Quicksilver <laughs> and Billabong are, those yes. sort of stores. And and that just, it was another one of those find my identity things, you know, okay. um, because this was just rebellious and alternative. And I just wanted to be that. And even within that world, I wanted to be mm. that. So through this whole set of 
circumstances, I found myself working in uh, co in corporate retail, okay. and um, uh, but, but always tried to fit out as opposed to fit okay. in, you know. So having long hair and a beard, and and fortunately, okay. working in this in this fashion industry, you can you're allowed to be a little bit different. Yeah, but I used to always try and. I used to, you know, and I think it was obviously compensating for, for my own lack of self-worth, but it was, I always tried to look like I wasn't in corporate, but desperately wanted to be in corporate. You know? oh, so I'm God. still, I'm still okay. there. I've okay. had the same job. I've worked for the same uh, retailer for two, th 12, or it'll be 13 years this year. Oh my word. Wow. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, it keeps me. I'm a merchandise planner, which means that I'm, a, I'm someone who thought he was too cool to become an accountant, but really should have been. <laughs> I uh, Yes, but we'll talk about regret at another stage. No, no. Uh, such is how life goes, you know, but we, where we think we're too cool for accounting, we don't want to do the hard work. So I'm, wow. I'm involved in budgets and, and oh, projections God. and analysis and all those kinds of things. Yeah, lovely place to get lost. It's, no, it's beautiful. I love it. Good. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, when I say I, I love I think, it, I think it's just because you think you're cooler as you're cooler as Akka. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but not with a really long peak. I don't quite, I don't quite understand that guy anyway. But no, um, let's not go there. I don't know that he does. No, no, <laughs> Let, we let's shan't. not go there. Are you Patagonian? Yeah. No, not. I'm Where actually from? from. I'm from Natal. I'm from. Peter, oh, okay. I was born in Durban, grew up in Peter Maritzburg, but I was desperate to leave and become a Cape Tonian. In fact, are you serious? Everyone, yes. Well, there's way more freedom in this place. Way more individual okay. expression. Way more. You know, you could also because I was from a small town. People sort of knew my family and knew me. It was much harder to blend into the crowd. Whereas okay, here, you yeah. could just sort of really find your niche and get lost. And uh, yeah, just fun. Just had a lot of fun doing that for the first okay. few years I was in Cape Town. And how did you end up in Cape Town? Oh, it, it, without a whole series of coincidences. <laughs> you know, it, it, I One have, if, if I look movies, back, though. a series of unfortunate events. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh, God, no, it's terrible. I love it. Oh, sir. oh somehow I got Siri to wake up. Um, go away, Siri. Um, that Siri, you can leave sleep. in because that should be entertaining. Siri, Siri, I'm busy. Sleep. <laughs> Siri never listens anyway. My fiance mocks me endlessly for the fact that Siri doesn't listen. Um, I planned actually to leave Maritzburg and travel overseas. I, I, I you know, I worked in these clo these clothing stores while I was studying and after studying, and then just one day woke up and needed a change. And okay. I still wanted to be irresponsible, so I wanted to go and travel, and that fell through. And through this crazy set of like an ex girlfriend's brother's friends, now wife. <laughs> founders recommended that I go and look at this job with this corporate retailer because my thing I really wanted fell through. Um, I went for an interview and these people said, we'll move you to Cape Town because I decided my then best friend was here. I decided I okay. wanted to come to Cape Town because after sitting lost and unemployed for six months yeah. oh my and then just everything sort of fell into place yeah. and, and I found myself here. But I, from the first time I, I came here after school to visit my friend at varsity i just really loved the city so oh cool yeah it's nice place i had the same experience i used to i grew up in in, in johannesburg and i used yes. to i used to run for the for the then transvaal before it became Gauteng. And i remember that and transvaal hated the western province athletes we couldn't stand them i i hated western province rugby i, I remember how i the, the joy the day that 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 um or, or every event that that Transvaal or the Northern Transvaal beat Western Province um in, in, in anything. But anyway, so the day that I arrived here, the 5th of January 1993, when I, I, I stepped my little feet on the tarmac at the then DF Malan Lichhaver, and my soul <laughs> said, Yippee, we home. And I kind of sold no that's not possible that is not possible if a soul said yes this is good. this is where we need to be it was a very weird, weird phase of my life i really did not think i like it and i just i was here immediately so what did you study brian i've i, I studied i started actually doing a bcom accounting okay because I, I, I insisted on being as boring as you could be <laughs> i really and i've done a good job haven't i so I, <laughs> so so i because i, I sort of pulled my finger out a bit in matric. I was lazy throughout high school and then in matric got a, I got a really good matric. And so then, you know, 19, I matriculated in 1999 and the family I came from, you 
were either going to be a doctor or, you know, you were going to oh, just go to university. Actually, yeah. I actually, I didn't want to go to university. I wanted to play some sports after school, but you know, I, and I, as is also a theme in my life, I got scared to do what I thought I might've wanted to do. So I just yeah. went with accountancy because I was always good at it and it was easy okay. for me. But I bailed on that after a couple of life events. And, you know, I started looking for reasons outside of me why I wasn't happy and being studying accountancy was one of them. So I moved over to marketing and because I really oh, enjoyed okay. consumer, something called consumer behavior. And mm, I mean, this nice. is where, so when I thought, often I've come back to thinking about leaving retail and there's that saying that retail is in some people's blood and it was just in mine, I think, from quite an early sort of okay, age because yeah. the only that was the part of marketing I loved was why do people behave the way they behave? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, so I did my honors in that and yeah. And then, where was that? At, at, at Natal University? Yeah. Well, you're old enough to remember University of Natal, Peter Maritzburg yes. campus. I got my undergrad from UNP and my honors came from UKZN because the university okay. then changed names. Yeah. And I will then plug that I got a second honors degree from UCT about five, six years ago, oh, whoa, which is what? why financial analysis and portfolio management, nowhere near as grand as it sounds. It I sounds think amazing. I think going to throw up. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty average. Anyway, don't, everyone, it's a wonderful course. No, no. Um, that's actually what got me to stop the radio thing, funnily enough, okay. is that when I started realizing that if I wanted some things to change in my life, I needed to change them. Mm, Part of that was yeah. I thought about a career change and I realized I then needed to up my study game. So I went off and did a part-time honors. And that was, okay. it was really part of a beginning of what, Whoa. of, of yeah. a change of a lot of energy in my life. Okay. And that's not kind of, you said financial management and what financial? Financial analysis and portfolio management. So that's kind of to, to work with people's money on the stock exchange type of thing. That's, yeah, it, it's very much like, an, it's sort of a, how did, they described it as an introduction to finance for people that didn't study it. So it's okay. very much a, a, yeah, it's very much a, this is your, it's a, was very broad. So you do economics, accounting, a little bit of portfolio construction, okay. bonds, some maths, uh, some, some law. Okay. Yeah some statistics wow. which i'm beyond terrible oh, at me as well i would have done further studies in my life a long time ago if i did not have to do stats as a subject because every I time actually, i look at anything to study and they say stats i just kind of no no way i'm not I'm, doing this to myself again i'm glad we're talking about it because i am determined that in this life i, I find great i find great value in some of the principles under statistics like the law of large numbers and you know, just sort of the probabilities of things yeah. in life, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to figure it out because <laughs> I'm going to find, we, we have this world of the internet for Pete's sake. There must be someone out there that can teach me how this crap works. Um, because there's value, there's, there's value in it. I just, yeah. I, I think, you know, it's that mental block thing, you know, and I think I'm just, I, I shouldn't, I should work my way through that one. Yeah. So that's so that is the a demon you are going to beat down at some stage in your life. That's the theory. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, I Hold like me that. to it for God's sake, because <laughs> I've forgotten that I want to do that. I won't. I won't. I won't that, do that to any of my friends. So, <laughs> <laughs> did you grow up with religion? Very much so. Okay. Um, I grew up. I grew up a, a Catholic. I uh, came from a Catholic home, uh, was okay. I actually, and I loved, I loved sort of, I was all in for religion early in life. I actually did my, for those of you who understand Catholicism, did my first Holy Communion two years early because oh, wow. I'd read, I'd read so much of the Bible and I understood these things. And wow. I also learned to, I learned to read at quite an early age. So I, and my, so I just, I got involved in church stuff and I was, also, again, I think it's it's religion's a great place to find an identity, in my opinion. Um, and I say that I, I do say that without judgment, mm. but also with a little bit of judgment. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move past that. Like I, said, <laughs> so, I said to a client the other day, you know, when I, when I when I said in the beginning of our counselling, this is a non-judgmental space. I'm sorry, but I'm judging you now. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do? It's there. Um, but 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 I'm, I, I'm I mean, if, of course, and I think. <laughs> It goes back to, you know, that sort of 
social dilemma thing we said about intention and not intention. I think people, I have a, I have a great respect for some people who choose and truly embrace a religion, yeah. but the sort of fair weather, I've, I've heard this uh, uh, Muslims being described as submarine Muslims, that they, they sort of pop up for, okay. uh, for Ramadan Eid. and then they disappear yeah. for Eid and whatever, then they okay, disappear yeah. again. And I think that's the same in every religion. Yeah. Those who truly practice, are, are, it's wonderful. And those who yeah. truly embrace it, but you know, anyone who sort of pops in and out tends to give the thing a bad name, really. That is actually a very interesting thing you're saying because I remember the, 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 the sermon distinctly where I realized that I don't believe. And mm. it, was, it was about this exact topic. The, the Duomini was talking about, um, somewhere in the Bible there's a verse about you, you have to be either hot or cold. You can't, yes. be, you can't be lukewarm because God says mm. if you're lukewarm, he's going to spit you out. And, I know that verse, yes. And Afrikaans word for spitting is spuch. But for some mm. other reason, the, the Duomini used spuch. And I remember so well how he went spuch. And the spit was fly from his mouth as he said spuch. And I was sit there as a 12, 13-year-old boy being terrified knowing that I am lukewarm and God is going to spit me out. And it's mm. that day where I realized that between being hot or cold, cold is the easiest way to go. That's interesting. My experience is somewhat different because I had, I had the Catholicism thing and then I sort of went off wondering and became that typical smoking Nirvana listening teenager <laughs> for a while, looking for that identity yeah. again. And then after, sorry, my cat is half here. So oh, then... Awesome. Yeah, but I'm she doesn't a, want to come cat, and say I'm hello. a cat person. Come. Show, I know. Show. I remember that. Show come yourself, young lady. This is Layla. Oh, hello, Layla. Hello. She's a white and ginger girl. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah, and she wants nothing to do with me now. I can see that. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I'm sitting in her blanket, though. So, well, oh, in a blanket, she likes. So, so, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I must finish. So, from... Catholicism to this little rebellious phase, I jumped into a very charismatic church for a okay. couple of years. It's but interesting. Then, so many people have that, that. That's an interesting progression. A lot of people do that. Oh, really? Oh. It's from yeah. two extremes. I mean, <laughs> and, and eventually, though, of course, in these extreme things, they don't want you to date. They don't want you to go to clubs or listen to secular music. And I was all in for that for a couple of years until I went to a dance with a girl from the church and we were listening, we were dancing and secular music and with friends. I was like, but this is not bad. I don't, I, I don't, I just can't join the dots anymore. And, yeah. and then was told, no, I should definitely not be in this relationship. And, and I just sort of started feeling like, but, but what you say is bad just doesn't feel bad. And, uh. and these people I meet who are bad seem to be really open-minded, good people. And, mm. I feel most judged in this church setting yes. and I feel most free out of this church setting. Something mm. doesn't add up here. Um, so I started to move away, but still believe until a good few years later where I had one of my friends who I actually took to that church telling me and with this, you know, that look that the believers have this, 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 that certainty in their eyes <laughs> This guy telling me about Christianity with the certainty and not a week later, a Muslim guy who I knew telling me about his, his faith with that certainty. And I'll never forget that because if one of these guys has got to, if one of them is right, one of them is wrong. Yeah. And I'm just not going to subscribe to that because honestly, how the hell are we going to know? You and I, you and I, God could be sitting there and this, this, this could be sitting there going strike one for Freddie, strike one for Brian. How are we ever going to know until we die? So while I live, I'm out. Okay. Like I, consciously, I don't want to pick a side. So I, I would be described as a weak agnostic, I believe. Ah. I'm sure there's something. Yeah. I'm sure there's something. I actually, and I remember your definition actually that you, <laughs> that you used to use anyway. I remember you so vividly for that, but. Um, I think the, for me, the most important thing to know is that I'm not that something. Okay. Like there's something bigger and greater than me. I, I cannot be the apex. That's all I need to know. Yes. Yeah. That's so awesome. that's the religion thing. 
cool. So now, now I don't practice, but I must say of late, and I'm, I think you share, would share this with me. I, I'm started reading some a, a, a book on Zen Buddhism. Okay. And there's just some beautiful teaching in there. Oh. But interestingly, I've I've just read a section where he says this is for people of all religions, mm. uh, and and I, I quite like that approach. I, I, whatever, but not for me. So, what made you pick up that book and read it? Uh, so, seeing as you're podcasting, you must have you must be a Tim Ferriss fan, or at least know who Tim Ferriss is. I at very absolutely least, know who Tim Ferriss is. I'm yes, I won't call myself a fan, but I definitely know. Who Fair he is. enough. <laughs> he's yeah, he's a. He's a great way in, but uh, he's been a great place for me to branch off to other places, actually. Um, but one of the, I read a book of his called Tribe of Mentors, and in there he speaks to this wealth of people, and they all recommend books. Okay. And this came up as one of the most highly recommended books. Okay. And I'd been sort of starting to do some some meditation as well. I've, I've fought meditation, kicking and screaming for Are years. Are you Yes, I, 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 I always just used to, you know, kind of taking, and I'll, I'll might give something away here, but taking a sort of taking stock of my day on a daily oh. basis, I was, I was always terrible at, and prayer and meditation were just never my thing, you know. Okay. Um, and gradually over time, I had a bit of a, I got into quite a bad workaholic space last year. Ah. Oh. For a little while and started i went back i hadn't been to therapy for a good few years but started going back just because i felt these i felt this this pull towards okay. overwork and no sleep and it was taking me back to a dark to a, mm -hmm. to a, a dark uh, place in my mind that was being fed by this energy that unbalanced and one of the there was balanced this, obsession obsession it, but that's a great way yeah. to put it um and i think and one of the, and, and my fiance who'd also gone through some stuff last year, she'd started getting going with meditation. So kind of just went with, why did I get to meditation? Went with that. So as a part of, as an extension of that, got to this book and okay. yeah. And, and it's, I mean, it's one of those books I can only read two or three pages at a time. And then I have to put it down because yeah. my head hurts, you know? I, I, I hear you. Like um, a book that I've, 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 I've I've been wanting to read for such a long time and I eventually got around to it last year or the year before that was um, The Road Less Traveled. Ah, yes. Yeah. I haven't read that. Which It's really, really nice. I think I, I got everything until halfway and then it got a bit intense, so I, I lost it a little bit. But the half that I got was worth was worth reading again. So I looked, I looked to my left because... There's the books that I still want to read again, and it, 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 it's on that list. I actually discovered the other day I've got two copies. God knows where oh. this copy comes from. But anyway. <laughs> the road less traveled, but well purchased, I see. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so it was through a podcast that you got to this book, mm. and now this is, is having an impact on your life. Very much so. So, so as for meditation... How is that going now? Well, I've just managed to work myself up. I use Headspace, the oh, cool. app. Awesome. I think I, I believe people use Calm or people use Headspace, and never the twain shall meet. Uh, it's, it seems from oh, internet but, reviews. But, but you, but but you ain't met the one right on the, the cherry on top of the tree. Well, oh. those two are lying as gifts underneath the tree. <laughs> what's it? What's it called? I'm having a look. Insight timer. Insight timer. Yeah. You know, that, as, that as sounds a, like it's for the higher grade people. As I refer to meditation as as, as insight. No, it's it, insight timer. I struggled for about eight years to get into meditation. Oh, really? I, 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 I tried every single day of my life. Every morning I, I meditated, but I never felt that I got it. And then I started using insight timer on the recommendation of a, of a sponsee of mine. And um, it's a free app on, 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 on my phone. And um, what I really like about it, Brian, is it, you, you can search under topics. You can search, un, search under teachers. But the nicest thing for me is you, you can set the time. You can say to it that today I have 30 minutes to meditate. But tomorrow oh, that's morning, very cool. Yeah, tomorrow morning I have five. I kind of play the game. I let my higher powers choose the topic for the day. So, so I scroll kind of with my eyes closed, drr, up, down, drr, 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 stop, 
open our eyes, okay, and there we are for G, and on the G there is great gratitude. Okay, so today will be a gratitude meditation, higher power to be there. And I've got five minutes, so gratitude, five-minute meditation, clap. Um, and I'd look at the hmm. one that, that, that resonates with me. And, it's and busy downloading. Awesome. So Inside Timer should actually be, be sponsoring this podcast because I've, I've recommended to so many people on here. <laughs> it, 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 really, it really changed my life with regards to meditation. Hmm. And I'm a, sorry. No, you carry on. And have you have you moved closer to a sense of prayer? No. Okay. So that's the struggle. So, yeah, I still. So one of the things, I, and, and again, it goes back to the religion topic because I. So in my head, from from a young child with with religion. I think I wanted a God who took all the all, all my pain and troubles away. You know, I wanted that God who would do two things for me: a, take away the, the trouble that I just got myself in, and b, provide me with the winning lottery numbers. And if He could do both immediately, it would be greatly appreciated. And quite frankly, His failing to do either and if of those doesn't, thus far. a big disappointment, and you will not recommend him to anybody. <laughs> no, if I don't, the problem is obviously me. You know, ah. um, but yes, now. To get back at him, I'm not recommending him to anybody. Notice it's a he somehow. Um, as soon as I start thinking about things like that, I disappear off and I still start trying to define the old man with the beard, you know. Oh. So I find the best way for me is, is to stay away. Um, other than in meditation to recognize the God within me or that, oh. that, that you know, that for, for me, that quiet place when I'm not thinking. I can't reach that. I can't reach that like that. Mm. It just doesn't. Uh, for those of you listening, I just clicked. Um, <laughs> sorry, but I, I can't. I can't reach that place easily. And so, whilst I don't, I sort of see prayer as me meditating and focusing and and okay. and, and and stopping. Besides, what would I? You know, in the sense of prayer, what would I ask for? You know, I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I, it's occurring to me while I'm talking to you about this, but I don't see the point. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that's quite contentious. I'll explore that. It's, I must explore that with my sponsor, actually. That's very interesting. That's wonderful. But, the, mm, but there is a prayer or a practice called the golden key. Have you ever come across that? No. No, I I'll have not. I will send it to you because it's a very interesting, the idea is that if you, and I don't think it, it isn't really if you just want something like you want said winning lotto numbers. Mm -hmm. but the idea is that if there's something that in particular that's bothering you or that's a trouble for you, um, that what you then do, and it's, it's tangentially related to, uh, to some of the, to, to Bill W and the founders of AA, funnily okay. enough. Where is this thing? I had it somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll find it. Okay. Remind me, and I'll find it, and I'll send it to you. But Ooh. the idea is that, that that you think about this thing for a little bit, and then you put it out of your mind, and and you think, you you think, for example, God is love, or something along, or something along those lines, and you think of sort of the purity. The like, well, for me, I think of God as pure. Um. And it, it sort of, and, and then you've just got to put this thing out your mind. And I must say, generally, when I've done this stuff tends to, you know, you, I suppose you kind of let go and practice faith is what's yeah. happening, but it, <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's, the, the, I suppose that's a, maybe a bit of a prayer practice, but yeah, in terms of a, a, a sort of dedicated prayer thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just no. <laughs> yeah. So, so you mentioned the sponsor. Yes. So how long have you been part of, 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 of a friend of bulls? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best code word for that. Apparently, and, and I've been a friend of bulls for, for just over 10 years now. Oh, um, awesome. Pretty much unbroken service. Uh, <laughs> does that... Does, does that mean that you're a friend, a friend of Bill as well in this instance? I am. I am definitely. Um, yeah. So close to to eleven years. Yes. 
Yeah, I better get an invite to the celebration you, for that you, for the record. You, because you will you will definitely I shall not not forget that. And I'm glad you raised that because there's a specific group that no longer exists, Rose Street. Yes. And there's so few of us still around from there, from yeah. those days anymore. And and running into you again the other day just warms my heart because you're one of those people. And you know, myself and, and Cyril uh, uh, talk about it often that that was one of those special places and uh, moments in time and groups of people that, that, that you know, that for me, I'm, I, I'm, so, I'm so dedicated to that meeting now because I have to be Miles. I have to be Cyril. I have to be mm-hmm. Jeff. I have to be those guys who were there. And, and then, do you remember Jeffrey? Yes. He waltzed into the Greenpoint meeting a couple of years ago. Just he happened to be visiting Cape Town, and Good grief. I, cri- I, I cried. I was just, <laughs> just seeing my old brother. Yeah. Um, it was you know it was a beautiful thing. Anyway, oh my word. So those were the days where we still smoked in that meeting. <laughs> I didn't arrive then, and I'm very resentful about that. I think it was just after the ashtrays were still in the room, but we weren't allowed to smoke. That the fire brigade didn't blast that place from the outside at least once is is a miracle because you could well, actually, the- you could actually stand at, at, at on, on the ground level and the, the meeting was on level four or something and you could Five. see the smoke coming out of that room. It's like what vaping looks like now <laughs> when you see this. Oh, I can the- only imagine. Those were the good old days. But one thing about that specific meeting was the absolute intensity of feelings, the vulnerability that people brought into that room. Mm. Oh, my word. It, 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 it was beautiful. It was, it, it was just that. And I yeah. think I'm, I'm, a, I'm an ardent defender of that format because I think that that format of meeting, that, that just for today, everybody has a moment to talk. Nobody talks, you know, no one puts their hand up for clean time. No one... Yeah. No one's on a pulpit, you know, despite yeah. the fact that for me, you know, guys like my, you know, I mentioned them, Cyril, Miles and Jeff were just on pedestals for yeah. me, you know. Um, and I mean, Miles, whatever has come of him, I don't know. But th- they were, you know, just keep sweeping your side of the street, you know, and I wake up every day and some days I look for a nail to sit on. You know, I remember that <laughs> stuff like it was yesterday. Yeah, you can see that. This is the other kitten. Oh wow! And what is this your is name? This is Ninja. Ninja, a peach yeah. black one. We became no, friends. This, this thing is like grey, and this oh, is a okay, proper yeah. street. This is such a little street cat, but very, um, very, very loving little. So something cat. else with she is. No, I'm not as cat as a as much of a cat person as you. I remember from I remember you as a cat person. A, I'm actually I, a dog person, but I but I like cats. I was I was never a cat person. It was when I came into recovery where where, where I got yes. Um, I'm, 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 I'm exposed to cats and realized. What is your cat's name? Dyson. Oh, yes. Yeah, he passed away in December, which was. I'm sorry. Oh, it was. He, my father passed away in. July and Tyson in December, and I cried a lot more about Tyson than about my father. <laughs> that that my husband, the, the day I heard that he he's terminally ill and he's going to die, my husband actually looked at me and he said to me, "We need to get you something to calm you down." <laughs> that's his step, That's how hysterical I was. Mm. I said to him, "I can't because I'm an addict. I, I just need to, yeah. I just need to go through this." And he said to me, "Well, then you need to find a way to calm down." Because you are hysterical. And I just said, well, the hysterical will will, will out hysterics, so just bear with me. <laughs> it will pass. <laughs> and I showed the, the, the day that, that we had him put out was I think the the, the the vet wanted me out there as soon as possible because I was definitely <laughs> bad for business. <laughs> <laughs> well, they know that the cat died at the end of it, otherwise you wouldn't have been. If, it's if one that's of just, if that's the sounds that come out of a vet, nobody would want to walk in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a difficult um yeah you know, it's a hard thing letting go of oh. pets but i think it's it's the I, I i my i was the only one in my family that had the courage to take my labrador that i'd had as a child to oh, get put no. down and, and <gasps> i'll never forget it mm. but 
I just felt where my family couldn't, my parents and my sister couldn't decide to do this. I was just looking at my dog and thinking, you've been the most wonderful pet for yeah. so many years. I cannot let you suffer like this. Yeah. You know, I, had, I, it would be selfish of me. We had a, a beige Labrador cross when I grew up. Her name was oh, Gina. Perfect. And perfect. Gina was just the most beautiful, beautiful dog. It was when I went through through my teenage years with with all my my gay angst and everything that went through my through me that I used to pin her down and cry, and when I would finish crying, and Gina would get up her chest will be soaking wet. <laughs> oh shame! And she just lay there quiet and let me cry cry on her chest. It was wow. oh she was special. <laughs> my my one was also mine was a black Labrador and also. I used to teach him science when I was studying for matric and he just did not care as long as he could sit. But as long as he was sitting next to me and he could put his head on my lap or as long as you oh, gave him, Gina must have been the same. As long as you give them attention, they don't care yeah. what's going on. Beautiful yeah. dogs. If there's, God if willing, there's, I'll have one. If there's ever, yeah, I, I would, I would, I'm allergic to cats, by the way. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You're a sucker for punishment. And, eh? You must do some step work on that. And we now have three and, um, it's just, it's just okay. I, I, I take my cortisone and, 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 and I'm okay. But, but my love for them, just no pain or suffering can, 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 can get worse than that. But I do want a dog. At some stage, yeah. there, 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 there will be a puppy coming, coming into, into our lives. Um, I hope because so. Because for me, that I look at, 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 at the ability to, to, to care for, 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 for one of nature's creatures. As such a gift. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So, so I always make a promise when I adopt is is I I, I see this as you as you making me responsible for this little life. Mm. And I am going to do my that's beautiful to, to, to give this little creature the best life possible. <laughs> that's very cool. So to end up with, I, I could spend the rest of the bloody evening chatting to you, but I've tried to keep my episodes below with between forty five minutes and an hour. Brian, you'll do a part two. You are now engaged. Yes, I am indeed. That is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, let's just hope the drugs don't wear off. Otherwise, you <laughs> might realize and leave. Yeah, it's incredible, man. It's, a, it's an unbelievable, it's a crazy experience because it just reminds me how selfish I am all the time. Are you serious? Um, does, does, yeah. does that reflect to you? Oh, very much so. And and how much, you know, my need for control and all those things still happen. But also, like, yeah, one of the most wonderful stories, someone who's not a friend of Bill. Yeah. And I, I've got to say, I, it's wonderful because she's so no-nonsense that where I want to get on my, my when I want to have a good pity party and oh feel sorry God. for myself and be a victim, yeah. she just has no interest in that narrative whatsoever. One must get over it put on one's big boy pants and get on with yeah. life. But um, it freaks me out because I'm married to a non-friend as well. Yes. Um, and it is, it is, it is fascinating how, how they just manage to, to live life. It's bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. I was sitting, uh. I, I I was sitting at a dinner table one night with, 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 with a friend of mine um, who was in rehab with me, and she's also married to a non-friend. And the two of us were talking about the voices in our head and what they tell us. Mm. And our husbands looked at us and say, do you really, do you really say those things to yourself? And we kind of, oh, yes. yeah, we said, we can't believe it. We said, you don't? No. <laughs> Why would we say that to ourselves? <laughs> Why would, I call, why would I call myself a fucking idiot? I'm, well, we, we do constantly, a few times a day. You fat and ugly, useless piece of shit. Uh, yeah, quite often. Why and would I constantly be plotting my own demise? Exactly. <laughs> so, 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 yeah. you, so you find the other side of the street also just kind of, how the hell do they do that? They just kind of get up in the morning and they carry on with their lives. And for me, it's like in this slog. <laughs> Mm. I'll tell you what's been what has been great though is, is through her and and all her friends there's no other friends of Bill in, her, in any of her friendship circles mm -hmm. and because by the time we started I'd been clean around five years okay 
I had lost that newcomer thing that we all have to tell everybody. Yes. You know? And and I I sort of got I, I now tell pretty much nobody. Yeah. About uh, because I, I I I now view this as I in the same way that a diabetic doesn't run around going I'm diabetic exactly, I'm yeah. diabetic. I, I'm a person who has the disease of addiction. Yes. I am not an addict. That Absolutely. is not my definition. Yeah. And and I think. Go spending so much time with these normies, and they mm. didn't look at me strangely. They didn't sort of, yeah, <laughs> They didn't. They didn't poke at me with a stick yeah. like I was in an exhibition. They just treated me like one of them, and that was a great realization for me that maybe I'm not as abnormal as I think Absolutely. I am. Absolutely, I had a similar ex- experience with with friend with friends of Yaku. They are absolute wine connoisseurs. So. Mm. Whenever we went there, it was kind of, we'd like some wine. No, thanks, I don't, I don't drink. Um, and they get so excited about wine that they would often say, kind of say, oh, you have to smell this. And I always went, no, yes. no, 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 paranoid. And mm. one night while there, I, I, I got very angry about this fact that they constantly forget that I'm an alcoholic and I can't drink wine. And on the way home, it dawned on me, oh, wow. You know what? These people don't think of me as an alcoholic. They think of me as Freddie. They, as one they, of them. Yeah, they have no label on me. I'm I'm the one who puts that label on me. They just mm. accept me as, as as one of them. Um, and that's wonderful. And that was such a such important important thing in my life where I started becoming not Freddie the, the, the addict alcoholic, but Freddie, and I suffer from, from a disease of addiction. And that yes. is something that I love about zoom meetings is for me when we when we sit in a church hall in a circle we are addicts when Mm. we sit at home in our lounges in our studies with our dog on our lap with our cat walking across um, across the 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 desk with our children storming into the room and say are you home (laughs) like in the other day (laughs) Um, suddenly we are we are people who suffer with the disease of addiction, who have homes, families, pets, parents, and all those type of things. May I offer you a, can I give you my take on that? Two things. Please do. First off, I'm going to preach here because I can. (laughs) The idea. You you have the soapbox. Use it. These people who, this thing of deciding, oh, I'm not going to do meetings at the moment because I don't like Zoom meetings. If this, if that's my medicine, I take my medicine. Absolutely. I might be talking to a sponsor. I might not. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I do think, though, Freddie, is that getting to this point where we start to realize that there is more than just this addict thing is is part of the journey. And if I think about you, and I, and, I, and I'll say this for me too, we built our foundation in the fellowship. We built yeah. our life on the foundation of our mm. of our disease, and that allows us to build a lot more. Don't you can't sorry. walk before you crawl. Yeah. If I have, if I'm an addict or an alcoholic or a sex addict or a gambling addict, or if I, if I identify with one of these addictive diseases, my life has got to be the fellowship and everything that comes with it, step responses, service, all those yeah. things before I can build out. And uh, I have this question of I'm here to find out who I am. That's the person that when I hear that, I'm like, oh, Jesus, you're in trouble. <laughs> I can edit out, oh, Jesus. Because that's not what I must think about. I, yeah. I've got to think about this is my medicine. Yeah, totally so. Uh, uh, and, and I don't get to choose. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm, I'm so grateful to see people like yourself, like my sponsor, the guys who've been around for de- mm. over a decade are still showing up, you know, because yeah. that reminds a guy like me that I still got to take my medicine. Absolutely. No, I've I, never met a diabetic that rejects insulin. Exactly. exactly. Well, actually, frankly, I have. No, but don't ruin I, the story. I, <laughs> I was his supervisor when, in my first job. And mm-hmm. I had the, 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 the ambulance on speed dial. Because I need the ambulance so often because he passed out. Mm. Wow. Yeah, he, he would get, he would get, um, 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 he would pass out because he wasn't taking his insulin. So Was he, he an addict as well? No, well, not that I, no. I know. But he, he, he virtually nearly died un, under my watch um, three or four times in the two or three years that I was a supervisor. Sounds like uh, a man jaywalking. Yeah. 
So, so I know if you don't take your medicine, you're going to fucking die. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think whatever that is, that's actually applicable outside of the 12 step fellowship, you know, whatever. And I think that circles back nicely to the religion thing, you know, if, if and I've, I've seen friends like this, if religion is your medicine, if that's the base, if that's the thing that gets you through life, then commit to it and Go do for it. it. I'm with you. Then there's nothing wrong with it. But, but get to the point where that's your foundation and life yeah. can grow beyond that, you know, Absolutely. where I've got to be open to these things. Yeah. Absolutely. I am so with you on that one. Brian, on that note, we need to, 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 to call it a night. This was absolutely Perfect. beautiful. I so enjoyed chatting to you and connecting with, with you again. Um, and with and, you, dude. And your thank you gift is on its way to you. I hope you, 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 you receive it soon, which is your, your, your copy of... Actually, I sent you a copy of both books. So, um, Plug so, them. <laughs> so, so they're on your way to you and thank you so much and i'll keep you up to date about when the episode goes live i normally send you the episode on the day that i that it goes live so that you can listen to it and distribute love it that. to everybody to everybody you know <laughs> who knows that i'm a friend of bill anyway exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no please do and freddie thanks man and i would two things first off i'll do this with you again anytime this is oh, amazing yes. it's it's been great to connect with you again and also, just thanks for sticking around and, do, and A, the example about how we get and keep what we have and B, the fact that you're growing life outside of that is, yeah. is really awesome and a great example for people like me as well, you know. Awesome. And you too, mister. Look after yourself. And where's the Thank wedding? Thank you, sir. I hope, uh, I, hope, I hope this isn't the pressure. Next year. Next, next year. year. Sometime. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I can't give the date away yet because the save the dates haven't been sent out, but it's oh. not that far away. Oh, good luck. Well, all I can say Thanks, about marriage Freddy. is I recommend it. <laughs> good. In Look that case, yourself. I'll give it a shot. Sleep much love, up. my friend. Stay Thank up. you so much. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. It is clear that great fun was had by all during the recording of this episode and I promise that no cats were harmed in the process. I again want to thank Brian for taking part, and I wish him and his fiancée a beautiful wedding day and a lifetime of love and happiness. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za, or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor, or on Twitter at at Freddy, or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddie is always spelt with an I-E at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.